to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message.
to suck milk. That is the early stage of a born again baby. And after you have sucked the milk for a while, after you have been fed for a while, you grow. And you are no longer a baby. And at that point, you ought to be able to present your body to the Lord. The body does not control you. You have been fed the word of God. And the body does not control you. And last week we were sharing that as a baby, you have no control of the body. That is why born again Christians, when someone is born again, they don't have control over the body. They feel like going to church. The body says, you are tired, sleep today. And then they sleep because they are babies. They have no control of the body. They don't have control of the flesh. The flesh dictates what they should do. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? And so when someone is a baby, when, when you have a baby, they behave in a, when, a way that is, it speaks of a baby. You can see the signs. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So for instance, the baby wants to urinate, poop, anywhere. It has no control. It has no control. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter whether you have some honorable guest with you. It doesn't matter you have taken the baby to as an important fashion. It doesn't matter where you are. If the baby wants to ease itself, it just does it. And people understand that. And we agree that this is the baby behavior. And no one is angry about that. And that is how when someone gives her life, life to Christ, we follow up the person. We know that today the person may choose to come. The, the next day he may choose. But we follow up and we understand. We understand that, well, he or she came, she said she felt tired and she said the alarm, the alarm went on but she didn't hear it and he fell asleep we understand and we encourage the person and we say come but there comes a time that you cannot do that, the Bible is saying that there is an expectation of you that you have control of the flesh, that the flesh does not dictate to you so you can yeah. say for instance yeah. my body was so tired that I didn't come to the house of God you ought to have control of the flesh. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? When babies behave that way, we understand. Sometimes you want to change the baby. And just to take the diaper off, they urinate on you. You are trying to do something good to the baby. And sometimes that is how it is with someone who is just born again. You know, when someone is born again, you know, sometimes you do things for the person, you know, you give right to the person, you know, you do this for the person, you do this, the person just behaves in a way and you are not angry because you know the person is not mature. But it gets to a point that is unacceptable. Are you understanding what yeah. I'm saying? If the choir was singing here, and one of them felt like easing herself, or yes. herself and just decided that as they are singing, I felt like moving my bow and just did it or helped himself or herself right here. How would we look at the person? 
You see, we will say something ought to be wrong with you. How come you cannot control yourself? And I think that is how sometimes the heavens look at us. How can you, at this stage, as a Christian, how you have been fed all these years, you cannot rise up to pray when the church is praying and you say the body, the flesh is tired and you have no control of the flesh. Are you hearing what I'm trying to do? When you are grown, you know you have control of the flesh. Sometimes you are coming from work and you are like half an hour away from work and you feel like easing yourself. And you feel the pressure, but you speak to the body and you say, flesh, you cannot disgrace me. No way. I am under control. I will hold you, bladder. You cannot control me. And I'm holding you. And we do everything we can to control the flesh. We walk in a certain way. You know, we tighten our muscles. And we do things because we have control of the flesh. And we say, you are not coming until I say, here, you come. And we have control over that. And that God expects that you have control of the flesh. And say that you are rising up to pray. It's time to fast. You are fasting. I put you to hunger. You are not eating for this number of hours. You are praying. I put you to sit down and do the quiet time. You have to have that control. It says you ought to present your body a living sacrifice. You ought to be able to present the flesh. Give it to the Lord as a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. A mature Christian is the one no. that when you are single and you have a desire to have sex, there's a strong desire. But you said, no, I have control over the flesh. Unless the ring is on my finger, yeah. it is not happening. Unless I have married before the reverend minister, it is not happening. And you have that control. No matter how strong the desire is, that is a sign that someone is truly born again. Because what is under control, what is, being con- what is controlling the flesh is a spirit inside you. That is a born again Christian. Amen. The next one we talked about, the next fruit that we talked about, we said that we ought to, we said presenting your body, number one, and then number two, what did we share about? We said you offer a reasonable service. You offer a reasonable service. Hallelujah. It says, you, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Beloved, when you are truly born again, God expects some service and it is not unreasonable. It is a reasonable service. That you sit in church every Sunday is a reasonable service. It is not too much. Hallelujah. 
that you rise up at dawn to pray for at least one hour is a reasonable service. It is not too much. There are certain services that every Christian ought to offer to the Lord. That you play the keyboard in church, or you play the drums, or you sing, or you clean the church, or you, 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 you are an usher in the church. It is not too much. We have not asked for too much. That is reasonable service. For a born-again Christian, mature Christian, God expects some service that is reasonable. Hallelujah. Paying your tithe is a reasonable service. Hallelujah. It is not too much. The pastors talk about paying tithe, giving offerings. These are reasonable service. Hallelujah. There is a reasonable service. And we are expected to give these reasonable, offer these reasonable services to the Lord. Can I have an amen? Wonderful. Today I want to give you one more One more fruit. 30 ladder signs. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The next point, not conforming to the world. Not conforming to the world. So another latter sign that a person who is born again is showing or we are seeing is that this person does not conform to the world. Born again Christians live as non-conformist people. Hallelujah. You don't do things that are considered the norms of the world. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? We are not allowed, we don't allow the world to mold us or to shape us. Hallelujah. A born again Christian does not live the life of a chameleon. You know what is a chameleon? A chameleon is the animal whose being and existence and form is shaped by the things that are around it. A born-again Christian is not a chameleon. You are not formed. Your being or your existence does not depend on the world that is around you. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. Hallelujah. So, we don't let the world dictate who we are. We don't conform to the world's values. Amen. We are not self-centered people. We are Christ-centered people. That is a true born-again person. Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The world lives by the desires of the flesh, the dictations of the flesh. That is how the world lives by. But a born-again Christian lives by the direction of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You see, this is made very clear by 
a scripture in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. If you have the NIV for the sake of time, you can read that. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. It says, and Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. wonderful and I just want to read from the NIV it says so I say walk by the flesh no are we reading the Bible so I say walk by your feelings walk by your desires he says so I say Walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. You will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? The flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. So when you are born again, Jesus says you are born of the spirit. So when you are born of the spirit, or you say you are born of the spirit, and you are living by the direction of the flesh, then it means you are not born again. Hallelujah. He says they are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now listen, it says the acts of the flesh are obvious. And I want you to listen. If there's any of these, they are, if any of these are found in you, they are the acts of the flesh. And it means that you are not born again. The Spirit does not lead you. Beloved, I'm preaching a very important message to mature Christians. And I want you to make a genuine assessment of yourself. He says the acts of the flesh are obvious. They are this. Sexual immorality. Sexual immorality. Impurity. Wow. Debauchery. Wow. Idolatry. Amen. You see, some of you will say, you know, as we mention one, you cross it out. I pass this one. And then you mention this one, I cross it out. You mention this one, I cross it out. So you are moving on. But you see, idolatry, you know, God says, have no other gods before me. Anything that you put before God becomes a God to you. Amen. If you put your job before God, your job becomes a God to you. Amen. If we say we are meeting in person and you say, no, I'm not coming because of the virus, but you put your job. For your job is meeting in person. And you say, for my job, I can go. You have put your job before God. That job becomes an idolatry to you. 
It means you can take risk for your job, but for God, I cannot take that risk. So before you mark adultery and say, I pass this one out, just reconsider. And those of you who are on, uh, online, on Zoom, I believe you are listening. Amen. If you put your marriage before God, that becomes idolatry to you. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? It says witchcraft, hatred. Is hatred found in you? It is an act of the flesh. Hatred. There are some of you who can't stand certain people. You can't just stand them. And you say it openly, I can't stand her. I can't stand him. You are in the choir, you are singing, and you see this person walks in the church, and then suddenly your voice changes. I cannot stand this person. And then when we say, who is born again? You lift up your hand. It says, hatred is an act of the flesh. Amen. Are you understanding what things I'm sharing with you? I'm just reading the scriptures. Discord. When you have disagreement, discord, dissension. Strongly disagreeing. Jealousy. Reverend, as for that, how can they put that in here? Jealousy. Amen. You see, no one, you know, no one says to himself or herself, I'm going to be jealous. I'm going to be jealous. I'm going to be jealous. And then you are jealous. You see, it is that which is in you that controls that you are not jealous. And when you are born again, the, the spirit controls the flesh. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Fits of rage. Wow. So if you are, you are angry and you are punching walls and they are breaking and you are throwing plates at home and cups and throwing things around and the Bible says they are the acts of the flesh and the spirit is not in control. Amen. Selfish ambition. All you care about is you. It's about your career, your job, your family, you make no sacrifice for anyone. Self-ambition, dissensions, that's strongly disagreeing. Hallelujah. Factions, divisions, and envy. Wow. Drunkenness. Wow. I don't know about yesterday. So, yesterday, you just remember, yesterday you were drunk. 
Amen. Orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not... I'm preaching a very important message. Beloved, we are seeking to enter into the kingdom of God. It sounds very simple, but the scripture is saying those who live like this, they will not enter into the kingdom of God. It's serious. Amen. Verse 24, 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ, those who are born again, who belong to Christ Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Say amen. So, a distinct feature of a born-again Christian is that the world finds you strange. That is a distinct feature. When the world finds you strange, it means you are born again. Amen. To be a virgin sounds very strange today. Young ladies, young men, to be a virgin, you are looked upon like something is wrong with you. The world looks at you like something is wrong with you. It's a sign that you are born again. <laughs> Hallelujah. To say there is no premarital sexual relation, the world cannot understand that. You are going to get married. You have agreed. Anyway, so what withholds us? The world finds you strange. It's a sign that you are born again. Not drinking alcohol. You know, sometimes you go, sometimes at work, you know, you are invited to be in certain meetings. And of course, you have to go because it's expected. And then they are serving alcohol. So they come around and they ask you, what are you drinking? And then this one says something this one says something, this one says something, and then they ask you, what are you drinking? And then you say, water. Okay, yeah, but what are you drinking? <laughs> are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because water is not considered man's drink. Or you say, I'm drinking, give me Coke. They look at you like, oh, okay. You know, it's like something is wrong with you. Coke? Anything else? Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Don't be embarrassed, born again Christian. Do not be embarrassed. The Bible says, when you are friends with the world, you are enemy with God. When the world loves you and they cherish you and they like the things you ask for, you are enemies with the Lord. Because it says the flesh and the spirit, they are contrary one to other the other. Amen. Do not be embarrassed, young ladies, when they find you a virgin. 
You are 24, 26, and you are still a virgin. Nothing is wrong with you. That what is wrong with you is that you are born again Christian. What is in you is the spirit of God that rules in you. That is what is in you. Amen. Submissiveness in marriage. You know, you are embarrassed to go to work and say, well, my husband said this, so I let go with everything, and that's what I'm doing. You know? You are looked upon like something is wrong with you. But you know, God is very wise. You know, God is very wise. You know, I have found that the women who are submissive, they get their husbands to do everything they want. I'm telling you. The secret that is not in the world, the world cannot know this. But the women who are submissive, they get their husbands to do Because when you are submissive, you act like a neck. And you submit to the head. And the neck turns the head any direction that he wants. As long as you remain a neck and you are under the head and you are submitting to the head, you can always turn the head whichever direction you want. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? When they say husbands love your wife and you go out with your friends and it's 6 p.m. and you say, I got to go home. Why? Oh, my wife is home by now. I got to go home. You are looking on like a weak man. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are looking on like a weak man. Beloved, if the world loves you, you are standing opposite with God. Amen. James 4 and verse 4. I just want to read this last scripture. We don't have a lot of time and then we can end here. James 4 and verse 4 to 5. It says, Ye adulteress, adulteress and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? It's not in vain. It lusteth to envy. Do not let the flesh dictate to you. Do not allow the world to mold your life. What is in you, are you listening? What is in you is greater than what is in the world. Hallelujah. And if you submit to what is in the world, you are submitting to something very low. Submit to the spirit and see the hand of God move in your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. And we don't have more time. I have so much to share with you, but God willing, when we meet again, we will continue. Why don't you stand to your feet as we bring the service to a close.
Father, we are grateful. We are thankful for your word. We thank you, Lord, for this moment. Father, we desire to be not hearers of your word only, but we want to be doers of your word. We want to be of them who offer their bodies a living sacrifice unto you. We want to be of them who do not conform to the world. We want to be of them who offer a control over the flesh. Lord, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus. At this point, I want to invite anyone who is here. You are not born again. You know in your heart that the acts of the flesh are in you. And you want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. You want to welcome Christ into your life. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my savior. If that is you, it doesn't matter. Beloved, you have been in the church for many years. It does not matter. Today, the Lord has spoken to you and you know in your heart that the Lord has spoken to you. If that is you, you want to give your life to Christ, just wherever you are, just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. If you are listening to us online, you are on Zoom and you are listening to us and you want to give your life to Christ, wherever you are, I want you to just lift up your right hand and I want you to say this prayer with me. You want to give your life to Christ. I see your hand. God bless you. See your hand. God bless you. Is there anyone else? You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. He says, except a man be born again. Unless you are born again, you cannot receive, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. If you have lifted up your hand, I want to see it clearly. You have your hand lifted up. I want to see if you are online and you have lifted up your hand also, I want you to join me as we say this prayer and say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Take control of my life. Take control of my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I choose you as my master. I choose you as my master. I choose you as my Lord. I choose you as my Lord. I choose you as my Savior. I choose you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823 299 
8-4-4-3-6. Every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.